Hey guys, this is KD, and this is KD Read With Me. Um, Now, remember when I told you guys that I had a slew of episodes to release to you? Just like, just gonna, just release them with wild abandon? Um, well, during the process of cleaning my phone, I cleaned all of my pre-recorded episodes that had not already been in the Anchor um, uh, processing system. So the way that I do it sometimes is I record my audio on a, a different app, either on my phone or I do it... Um, I do it within Anchor or, you know, you can do it from your computer. Just make sure that you have a USB cord. And, um, well, that USB cord and that laptop, um, I don't have that with me anymore. I need to buy one of my own. And, um, the episodes that I recorded on the other app on my phone have been deleted because um, I was sick. I still feel a bit under the weather. I thought it was walking pneumonia. I thought it was the flu. I thought it was uh, food poisoning. I thought it was just a very upset stomach. But um, the thing is, is I'm better now. I can sit up, I can move. I'm able to, you know, like walk around a little bit without feeling discomfort. And when I do feel the discomfort, it's maybe for a solid minute. So, um, I'm just going to have to re-record it. Um, I don't even know where we left off, honestly. I remember that it was on either page 194 or 195. I'm not sure, so I'm going to start on 194. And um, uh, I, I think that we are still in what chapter? The gene pool is poison? No, we're not. Uh, we're in the truth or dare. Yeah, truth or dare. So still stuck here, I think. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and start reading that for you and I will do all of that after this break. Okay. Welcome back guys. Um, since I've been, uh, just under the weather and unable to have the, um, the usual snacks, which are usually Twizzlers or, um, I wouldn't say popcorn unless it's without the butter. And even then, I take a break and eat a little bit. And then I continue. I have canned sliced pears and nice, cool, crisp grapes. I actually have a full two-pound bag. And I have eaten nothing all day except for maybe a very small bowl of macaroni. Um, That's small in American speak. So somewhere else in the world, they may say, oh, well, that is actually quite big. 
well, it's it's only about what 12, 13 ounces of macaroni and cheese, so it wasn't a lot, at least not to me. But we're gonna start on page 194, and I'm just gonna try to read until um, I remember where we were because I'm I'm actually quite sad that my episodes are gone. We drove no more than six blocks and turned into the driveway for a house that looked a little different from the one I just left. This is church? Mark turned off the ignition and bolted out of the car. As he headed for the door, he shouted over his head, or over his shoulder, over his head would be silly. Um, he said, come on. I opened my own door and followed. Uh, okay, let me just break. I don't know if anybody believes in chivalry or anything like that but a gentleman would have went over to her door and at least opened it i have found out that sometimes the bad boys or the really bad men can be very chivalrous and the ones that are okay for you are good for you they don't necessarily have those refined manners i honestly do believe that certain refined manners and the way that whatever um, or however a particular girl would fall into a particular trap set for her, it's always um, gallantry and gentleman-like um, qualities that usually take the girl off of her feet. Unless she's just an overall rebel. Rebel, my bad, sorry. Like you believed, I go to church, Mark said. He unlocked the front door and grabbed my hand, pulling me up to him and kicking the door shut all in one motion. He kissed me urgently, and while I tingled, something akin to a panic shivered my skin. It was such a surprise that I didn't really kiss back. Mark lightened the pressure his mouth had on mine, then eased off entirely. Quickly kissed the other end of my nose, or no, quickly kissed the end of my nose and skimmed his hands up and down my bare arms. Oh my gosh. My first kiss. Well, I didn't mean to rush you like that. Sorry. He put his hands in the air as if in mock surrender. I have to remember just because I'm not a kid, you most certainly are. I'm not a kid, I snapped. Just like, well, a kid. R2, he said, stomping his foot like a three-year-old. I'm not. I yelled, sticking my tongue out and crossing my eyes. Then I leaned into him and put my arms around him. We had, ju we had just had our first fight, Mark said. You have to pay the toe with a makeup kiss. Isn't that pay the troll? Or no. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. Let me, let me do this over. Uh, he said, you have to pay the toad with a makeup kiss. And she says, isn't that pay the toll? And I think that is. Or troll. We grew up with troll, but whatever. Maybe. He swept the hair away from his face and leaned down to me. His lips were close. So close. But he didn't touch. He looked. 
just looked into my eyes. I finally closed the gap and kissed him. My first official real kiss. He slid one hand and cupped the back of my head, pulling me to him and teasing my lips with his tongue. A bad boy kiss. That sounds very nasty, but okay. I don't like tongue kissing. Um, it was as exciting as the gun I'd felt on his, at his ankle the other day. Spinning and off balance. I tried to get my bearings. Ah, the famous white walls of the Ford family rentals. I love the look of white in the mornings, Mark said. By the way, I didn't bring you here to seduce you. He says that, but when they get behind closed doors, the first thing that he does is seduce her. So, <clears throat> let's move on. I didn't know if I was disappointed or relieved. He didn't. Why not? I brought you here because my dad is at church and there's something in my bedroom that I that you want. Okay, I'm sorry. <clears throat> All right. I brought you here because my dad is at church and there's something in my bedroom that you want. I rolled my eyes at him. Wow, you are overconfident, I said. Don't try to be the tough, sexy trick with me. Oh my God, what is wrong with my voice? <clears throat> don't try to be the tough, sexy chick with me. I don't need her. I need you. Mark leaned his forearms on my shoulders, letting his arms dangle down my back. Why? Okay. He kissed my forehead, then rested his forehead against mine. Hey, do you think because I'm older that I have expectations that you have to fill even if you don't know if you're ready? I'm not that guy. I believe he's another liar. I guess I thought that you brought me here because I wondered if... I know, Mark said. He put his index finger on my lips. No, shh. He grabbed my hand and tugged me along the short hall. What was down there? Obviously, his bed. Uh, the guns, his bed. He just said that if I wasn't ready, but maybe. His door was open and on his desk was. Oh my gosh, you're wired. I figure, I figure you had some emailing to do, Mark said. You're absolutely the best. I landed another sloppy one on him because she does not know how to kiss yet. Um, but I'm pretty sure that if they portray this in a movie, the first kiss will be, they might break and do it sloppily. And then the second kiss or all the kisses after that will be just perfect and wonderful angles or whatever. That's something that bothers me with Hollywood, but whatever. But it's, um, it's like a false confidence in him and his intention. Well, not a confidence in his intentions, but she really doesn't. Are you okay? She really doesn't know what's going on with him. And so it's, it's just, I don't know. Because, I mean... Mm -hmm. 
reading this the first time you don't know where it's going but when you've read the book and you understand the material obviously it's going somewhere that mm, I don't know I have no idea I planted myself in the chair I seriously love you now she was in strong like of him before he seduced her essentially uh, at the front door and then um, kind of played a little bit of psychological cat and mouse when he said you know like let's go to the back you know it's literally a mind thing like not being clear with intentions is so I mean a lot of people um harp on me because I'm like you know what you should just say what you mean um being coy only works in certain circumstances and when everybody knows the rules so because the dating game is so diverse and strange and there are so many cultures that um intrude no I'm not, I'm not gonna say intrude but there are so many cultures that uh default to saying oh this is dating instead of a certain courtship um yeah you can play on words but a lot of times, intentions need to be made clear, uh, certain, and even when you're lying, you could probably get far, but I'm just saying. <clears throat> I'll leave you to it then. Well, I'll leave you to it, Mark said. I know you don't want me watching over your shoulder. I need to go start dinner. You cook? I cook. Actual food, not just warm-up, takeout. Roast beef. And, well, no, not roast beef. Roast and baked potatoes. That sounds amazing. Sounds so good. I don't think I can eat anything heavy um, for a while just because my stomach's been all kind of crazy. But I'll admit the corn is frozen and comes from a bag. But in the summer, it's easy enough to shuck the cobs and boil them. Wow, you're amazing. I said, I wasn't kidding either. You're sort of amazing yourself. I don't want to be needy and weird, but how am I amazing? All I've ever, well, no, hold on. All I've heard lately is how selfish and ungrateful I am. Now there's someone making up my bed, leaving me flowers, bringing me the world through the internet, and cooking me a real dinner. Why? Mark leaned against the doorframe. The one thing is, that you've got the cool to ask the question. Wow. Okay, that... I don't know, but for me, that would be a turn-off. The cool to ask the question. It's corny. Okay, anyway. The surface answer is that you're hot. He saw my eye roll. You don't... Uh, well, no, 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 no. You saw my eye roll. You asked, don't argue. Hot, long legs, long hair, big eyes, smooth skin. Hot. I would say average, but whatever. Uh, next, you put up with all your parents' crap, which is a lot of children, and vice versa. Um, and you don't knuckle under. I like that, but you're not hard or mean. You want someone to take care of you, as many people do. I like that even more. 
guys want to protect a woman. Sue me if it makes me feel good to do that. I like you. Well, no, I like how you protect your little sister, as big sisters usually do. That's great. And it is. He stood up, no longer leaning, but there's something else. I felt like I was steel and you were a magnet. I had a gut feeling that I could tell you my secrets and you wouldn't betray me. So, I, I'm, his gut feeling, his intuition, is, I'm guessing, what most charismatic like cult leaders, boyfriends that have bad behaviors, um, abusive men that have been through abusive things. It, it seems like that's how like um have you guys read or looked at uh Fifty Shades the way that Christian picks Anna it's it's purposeful you know because of all the the klutzy things he could tell she was immature uh not under age but very young and naive and Naivety is able to be, you know, manipulated into being stupid. So when people are like, oh, you just made a bunch of stupid mistakes. It was like, no, I was naive enough to think this, that, and so and so. And nobody ever says anything about naivety anymore. They just want to go straight to stupidity. I don't know if that makes sense, but uh, let's go on. Now his eyes penetrated mine, and I shivered. There's something dark in you, Ames, that was searching for the dark in me. You know, that reminds me of, um, reminds me of Florence and the Machine. And there's a song, The Dog Days. No, that's not it. Um, check it out. I love that song. I love it, honestly. And in the song, she says, um, she says, what did she say? Search, like, looking for heaven in the uh, darkness of me. And it reminds me so much of this line here. I'll try to put it at the end or in the middle we're about to take a break right now because I only want it to be 15 minutes and I already spent four minutes talking and then the intro and the um the ad and I'm like oh god he turned and left the room betray him steel and magnets and dark searching for dark I guess this could sound all Wuthering Heights Fun fact, I have never read that book. If I ever make my way to Barnes & Noble, uh, a lot of people are still in quarantine. Some are not because of the shots that are being... Um, I'm scared of these shots. I don't know if they're real. <laughs> I mean, not real, but... <sighs> I don't know. Uh scared of them but if I ever make it to Barnes and Noble again within the month because I have two um books that are like black history based African based and I want to read those to you guys 
Um, but this here, um, Wuthering Heights, I've never, I've read experts, I mean not experts, but excerpts, and, um, from what I read it was good, and I got a synopsis or two from a movie playlist and from a Goodreads playlist, so, um, we shall see. I hope I can obtain it and then read it for you guys. Um, because you know one thing that I, I realize is that when people do audiobooks and when people do um when they do audiobooks, when they sometimes when they watch the movie too, uh, or when they read it on their own, they literally fall asleep, they procrastinate finishing it off because sometimes certain things and motifs are not uh, translated well through someone else talking, i.e. an audio or this podcast, if I weren't explaining it to you the way that I see it. Um, <clears throat> and um, let me see. The, uh, the way that it's usually presented in film... And I'm just saying regular books that are deemed classics from the English literature that a lot of American teenagers and middle schoolers and college students are forced to um, read because that's considered... Sometimes the English literature is usually considered more of classics than the American literature. And even then... We don't, we tend to not, in America, we tend to not deem any other literature around the world worthy of classic um, <clears throat> or worthy of some sort of, I don't know, but there's a list. Uh, sometimes they're, they're not classics, but there's usually a list. Um, a federal list of books that are allowed to be taught within the schools of America, within like the states and cities and towns and etc. Um, but I'm not sure if it was updated or anything. I remember Hunger Games was literally on the list. I was furious because we were stuck reading Romulus and Julian to for like the third time. I had already read it three times. I mean, not saying that I don't like the story. I mean, Romeo got on my nerves. But I don't even I don't even know. Um but I I was upset. I was like it couldn't be a thing with me. I actually have all three of the Hunger Games books. Um, I love them, actually. I love them so much. I, oftentimes, if I'm reading, because I like the second one. The second one is my favorite one. Because that's where you get the uprising starting to happen more. And you get to know what happened to Peter's leg. And they get stuck for the winter. 
in house and that's just that's the one that's the most romantic to me and um and the fact that on the train ride like just perfect i love the book catching fire is my favorite it seems like all of the middle books are my favorite so catching fire is my favorite new moon is my favorite Although I love a certain passage. It was like a certain two chapters that I loved in the first Twilight. I love, um, you don't know tomorrow, girls. But the second one and the third ones, those are my favorite. Um, I'll probably read it for you guys. Uh, for Princess Academy, I'm pretty sure I only read two. And even then, I... I'm not sure I finished it because it was like close to summer and we had to go. But anyway, I guess this could sound all Wuthering Heights, but was I getting in over my head? And I would like to say yes. I had to talk to M. Um, we were IMing in no time. I told her everything, even the gun, which is probably something that he was wondering if she would do and then again I don't know if she knows how to work the um his specific computer like that some computers have multiple stages that you have to go through before something is completely deleted off of the um the ooh, what is it called it's not storage but for, before it's completely deleted off of the unit itself and he may, even if she deletes it once, I mean, he may just reread it, you know. M was for it with reservations. It's time for you to howl at the moon. Remember, Tweety? I remembered. Time to live by my own rules. But make sure it's your rules and not his. I think you should tell him to keep his guns at home. I remember the deep thrill when I touched the handgun strapped to his leg. And it's your game, not his. When you are ready to walk, don't listen to that. You won't betray me, Bukaka. <laughs> Break it off and shake it off. Okay, I typed. Then M gave me the earthquake news. I didn't want to tell you, but my piece told yours... Oh, but her parents told, um, okay, Emily's parents told Ames's parents that she could live with them till the end of the school year. Earl even offered to let you stay on and graduate, pay your fees. Your mom said no. I don't know why. Maybe because it would hurt the pride of her husband. Maybe because it would probably make her think that her husband would become too comfortable in another man paying for his daughter that is still, you know, under his roof, under his care. There could be a lot of things. Um, but that is really generous of Earl to do, especially with um, the both of them having problems. So I'm guessing... I'm guessing, I don't know exactly what I'm guessing right now, so I'm going to, I'm not going to say anything. Okay. Dad said your fees were paid up for this year and it was a waste. And we were, 
And we were glad to have you. And it's wild increase. Wait, hold on. It's, oh, okay. I don't understand this text. Um, I mean this email. And it would increase your chances of scholarship, but no deal. Um, why did she do that? Because I thought if mom has to be miserable, so does everyone else. I was in, wait, I was the one she had picked to kick around when things were out of control. The IM ping brought me out of my trance. M caught me up on more gossip. She had replaced the cowboy with a punk rock drummer. Her mother was in hysterics, but her step coolly... What? Oh, her step coolly brought her more catalogs for prestigious universities. Okay? Weird, M wrote. Robo thing isn't fun without you here. Drummer abhor. I just use him to spin my mom. That's not much fun anymore. My grades are up this week. I get um I get smiley when E says he's proud of me. Frightening. Um, are we switching lives? You liking a dad, being a good girl. Are you going to become a citizen? Nah, not till I'm eighteen at least. Um, M and I finished up and I read my email. There wasn't much gone and forgotten from the privilege from the privilege set mark strolled in and flopped on the bed the roast is roasting the potatoes are doing their thing and the corn and salad are waiting their turn i logged off i like this gentler side of mark this good boy side that was making me dinner but I was all but I was ready to know more about his other side, the one that sent chills down my spine. I'm still kind of stuck on uh, what's going on with a mom. I'm pretty sure that her mother isn't thinking that she wants you know her kid to be miserable. I don't know because we never get an inside look into the mother's head, but it does seem like a huge waste. She could have stayed there, probably avoiding Mark, probably making the most out of what was happening. But I don't know. Emma seems like a bad and a good influence mixed all into one. So I, I'm not sure. So tell me, what'd you get in trouble for? I asked. You know, back when your mom shipped you off here, Mark's head snapped up, his eyes narrowing narrow wing then he relaxed and laughed softly figured it out i thought you caught that even if your parents didn't he wrapped his arms around me it was just kid stuff joyriding i total a judge's jag a judge i asked how unlucky can you be i knew it was a judge they have special plates i didn't think i'd total it those babies can get away from you his smile was gentle, a caress all its own, and then he kissed me on the cheek, then moved to a soft, light kiss on my mouth, and he was pulling me in for a deeper kiss when we heard the front door open. Mark dropped his hands, and I stepped back. I said at the computer, he commanded. See, that's a commandment. Well, not a commandment, but it is a command. I sat and pulled up a wiki article about invertebrates mark the voice from the hall was eerily like mark's in the kitchen dad we've got a guest ames take a break from your research and come say hi to dad come say hi to my dad i headed for the kitchen ames 
meet meet Mark Devane Sr. My father. Dad, this is Ames Ford. I put out my hand to shake Mr. Devane's, but his eyebrows pinched together and his mouth hardened into a line. He didn't break, he didn't take his eyes off me as he said, Mark, I need you to talk. I need to talk to you privately. I dropped my outstretched hand, confused. Mark placed the iced tea on the table. Ames, have some tea. Dad and I will chat outside. No worries. He and his father hurried out the back door, but it didn't pull completely shut. Like with our back door, the humidity had warped the wood and the silver of the, and the sliver of air let their words sneak into the house. Mark, how old is that girl? Dad, don't go ballistic. She, this is a repeat of what happened before. Boom. This is another red flag. So we have, I think, about 17 red flags. Let me put this down. <clears throat> One red flag. Okay, so challenged the challenged the mom and dad, not disrespectfully, but challenged the mom and dad. That can also see, be seen as good behavior. Two, he, um, uh, what you call it? He showed her the ankle gun and then the hip gun. Uh, that was the third red flag. Then, um... He lied about going to church. That was the fourth red flag. Fifth red flag went take took her to his house instead. Sixth red flag. Um, I would say did not open the door. That's just me. Did not open the car door for her. Seventh red flag. Um, attacked her with affection. Excuse me. As soon as they got in front of the door. So he's using his masculinity and her attractiveness to her, um, her attractiveness to him to, um, make her kind of want to, you know, do what he says or whatever. I would say masculine intimidation or whatever. I just learned that by the way. Uh, number eight is when he, um, uh, the arms thing, rubbing up and down on her arms. That's also an intimidation slash sensual seduction tactic. Um, ninth red flag was uh, the word semantics to get her to the back room close to the computer to go ahead and um, email Ames. I mean, not Ames, but email M. And 10th <clears throat> red flag was that he could possibly have, um, <clears throat> he could possibly have, uh, what you call it? Like recordings on it or whatever. 11th red flag in his house does not know if there are cameras about or if he's even, even able to be trusted alone, like with her. She doesn't know if there are other guys that are going to come in. She doesn't know if she's going to get raped or anything. That's a red flag because it's a sticky situation that she's allowing herself to be in. 
uh, 12th red flag was the stare down. He gave her a stare down, sort of, kind of, to see if she'd uh, kiss him back. And she did. So I guess that would fall under the line of peer pressure or whatever. 13 red flag. Um, dad comes home instead of keeping her within his embrace he um, allows the gap to happen there's space between them now and it's as if they're guilty of being alone in a space where they're not supposed to which is true um <clears throat> what is that 13 14 red flag uh dad is surprised and shocked so obviously even the dad did not know that he had planned to bring her here that's a red flag uh 15th red flag is not interested in meeting Ames at all is upset when he sees her um in in dinner happening um 16th red flag they go outside and they are presuming to have an argument and the first question is how old is she so that that's the 16th red flag 17th red flag is um this he, uh, okay let me go and grab the book <clears throat> he says this is a repeat of what happened before so if she is younger then um he needs to be around then it is like oh my god you are almost becoming a rapist is what it is and um that's six that's a 16th red flag blah, blah, blah. okay it says you know better if she's 16 i'll give a party i'll give a party so she must have been 14 15 sometime before you know other other girls or whatever but i'll lay odds um i'll lay odds she's not what are you thinking bringing her here alone so <clears throat> once again dad knows this behavior that's the 17th red flag i know it may seem like a lot but i'm breaking stuff down i brought her here to meet you to have a sunday meal with us get her out of here don't uh do not see her again i mean it mark so 18th red flag, dad is like, hey, you need to stop. So he's either um, predatory or he's um, either only able to trust young girls because uh, usually the first boyfriends are the ones that you never forget or the ones that you usually learn the most from or, or not or whatever. Um, and you trust the, hold on. I'm old enough to make my own decisions, which is true, but is Ames old enough to make her own? Yes, but are their minds fully developed on this subject? No, no, I don't think so, which is also another red flag. That's 18, isn't it? Get a job, get an apartment, and you can get in any kind of trouble you want. <laughs> He's used to trouble. Red flag 19. Uh, live here and you stay out of trouble. That was the deal. Now take her home. 
Mark came back in. He didn't look angry. He looked smugged. I cooked dinner for him. That's the thanks I get. I guess you heard it all. <laughs> yes, I said. Let's go.